Thanks for downloading and listening to a Quick Timeout podcast presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. If you're in the market for a shooting machine, look no further than Dr. Dish Basketball's incredible lineup of shooting machines. Their CT, All-Star Plus, and Rebel Plus models have been bought by thousands of programs around the world, while their home model is being used by players all over the country, right in their own backyards and driveways. New to the lineup this year is the Dr. Dish facility model for those with basketball training businesses. These machines are must-have for those looking to take their shooting to the next level. To find out more, visit drdishbasketball.com. He's the head men's basketball coach for the Baylor Bears and the author of the recently released book, The Road to Joy, Leading with Faith, Playing with Purpose, Leaving a Legacy. Coach Scott Drew. Coach, welcome. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it, Tony. So the book is The Road to Joy, J-O-Y. Can you kind of share with us what that acronym stands for? Well, Jesus, others, yourself. You know, we've always had a Christ-centered program, but uh, uh, every year in coaching, you try to make things uh, simpler, more uh, uh, easy to understand, remember, whatnot. And uh, Clemson, Dabble Sweeney, uh, they kind of brought it to our attention. I know he got it from Tony Dungy and so on and so forth. And coaches, we always uh, strong take from the smart. And uh, I know we try to anything there's a uh, out there that makes whatever we do better, or easier. We're going to try to uh, take from. And uh, uh, for us, going back to the Bible, teacher, what's the greatest commandment of the law? Love your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love, uh, love your neighbors, yourself. And I mean, if you're putting Jesus first, you're putting others second. Everybody wants to be on a team like that. Everybody wants to uh, uh, play for uh, a coaching staff like that. Uh, that servant leadership stuff is real. And uh, um, obviously, if it wasn't Jesus, wouldn't have been a servant leader. Quite a few those that are listening will remember back when you took over Baylor almost 20 years ago now. You know, that, that program was kind of in the midst of some really dark times. And I'm sure people today, when they hear Baylor basketball, just think of the recent success of the program. But that wasn't the case early on. How did your faith play a part in turning things around there at Baylor? Well, definitely prayed about uh, the decision to come to Baylor. I felt led to come here. And uh, then when when I got here, uh, as you know, uh, it's not as easy to rebuild as as some might think. And uh, when we had five to seven scholarship players and half our program is built on walk-ons and most of the walk-ons at Baylor are five, 10 to six foot. And uh, you're playing against uh, uh, McDonald's All-Americans at Kansas and Texas and whatnot. And uh, I, I know one thing, those people in Vegas aren't that far off. And when you're 40 point underdogs in every game, uh, coaching is a little more difficult than you might've thought going into it. So uh, it, it, my dad uh, actually, uh, was in the same situation at Valparaiso University, and they never had a winning uh, record in Division One. And uh, five years later, was able to help change and turn things around. So uh, we read the Book of Job together. I at some point after I think it was year three, I said, "Does the Book of Job ever end?" And uh, <laughs> so the good thing is uh, uh, we have been able to five years from the day we took over, we were in the NCAA tournament, and God's really blessed uh, our program. I mean, that was a big challenge, big challenging situation. What advice do you have for coaches that are facing their own challenges with their programs? Well, I, I think first and foremost, hopefully uh, you're taking advice from the master coach. And if you're not praying uh, uh, about uh, uh, what God 
wants. Uh, uh, if you're not in his will, it becomes a lot tougher and not nearly as enjoyable. So uh, prayer is the first thing. The second thing is there is no, our players have to spend time in the gym. They have to work. So there's no shortcuts. Uh, you have to put in the work and the grind. Uh, but then the third thing is uh, um, with the platform you've been given, uh, just how how are you honoring God with that? And uh, uh, I know with, with our program, again, it's always been a Christ-centered program. But with our players, if if they're a mess off the court, usually they're a mess on the court. And if you're if their priorities are right off the court, uh, usually they play better and perform better on the court. And I think uh, uh, again, Christ Center program, a culture of joy is is been secret to our success. I admitted to you beforehand, I, I didn't read through the book yet. I'm looking forward to doing that. I did skim through it. Um, I, I saw one or two of the stories. Uh, Coach Driscoll has been on the show. He's become kind of a, a coaching friend here. And I saw a story about him in the book as well. Do you have a, a maybe a favorite story from the book? Maybe not one that like favorite as in stuck out from the yeah. others, but maybe something that went yeah. along. You felt like when it came together, it just went really, really well with something that was there in the book. Well, I think when you when you read the book, first of all, you know, as coaches, uh, we want things simple and easy. It's a real easy read. Trust me, anything that that I'm ever a part of is going to be a real easy read. Now, the only thing I, I will tell you is Don Yeager, 11 time New York uh, uh, bestselling author is the one that uh, helped uh, uh, put it together. Otherwise, it had just been all pictures. All right. So there are actually words, but they're small words. They're easy to understand. Uh, one thing I love is uh, just uh, talking about the different uh, chapel services and how they played into where our team was and how they fit in and uh, just uh, here and uh, do the NBA game day chapel services, basically, which is a 10 to 15 minute chapel service on the day of the game before we go over, we go shoot around routine. Um, then you go over scouting report, chapel service and pregame meal. And you, when you read some of those, it's, it's amazing how they work hand in hand with uh, where our team's at and what we need to hear at that time. Originally designed for CrossFitters, King Kong has become the number one gym bag for 80,000 plus CrossFitters, powerlifters, bodybuilders, and general gym goers worldwide. King Kong bags are the toughest in the game and built to stand up to the test of time. You can drag them around, pack them to the max, and take them on the toughest of adventures with confidence. But being tough isn't everything, which is why every bag is designed to be as smart as possible. All King Kong bags are decked out with all the pockets and compartments you'll ever need, so you can keep organized and confident you have everything you need at hand. We're talking shoe compartments, laptop sleeves, multiple bottle pockets, wet zones for your towel, quick access foam pockets, meal prep storage, and even a unique weightlifting belt attachment. From the smallest of details like the zips to the quick release buckles and rip stops internal lining, every inch of King Kong bags feel great in your hand. King Kong bags are so much more than your average gym bag. They're the foundation and support to help you through every workout, changing the way we move through preparation, organization, and confidence. A King Kong bag is your daily reminder to pack for greatness within the gym and beyond. The last part of the, the book, you talk about leaving a legacy. And I hear a lot of people, especially in the sports world, talk about players, sometimes NBA players, mm -hmm. you know, what will his legacy be? And mm -hmm. typically I interpret that or I get the sense that we're talking about, like how many championships they won or, mm -hmm. um, you know, how they'll, be, how they'll be remembered for winning. But I would guess it's different. You know, you look up legacy, legacy in the dictionary and we're talking about something that's being passed to somebody else. And it's mm -hmm. not necessarily about the person. It's more about the thing that's being passed down. 
Mm-hmm. Do you feel like with your faith and even what you have there as being a steward there at Baylor, how do you view that and how do you view yourself in relationship to that legacy? Well, I mean, uh, we talk about it all the time with our team. I mean, when I get to heaven, God's not going to say, you're in because you won coach of the year. You had this record. You won this championship. Um, we're not earning our way in uh, for us. Winning the game of life is all that matters. And uh, when we get to heaven, we want to see as many of our past players and uh, managers and people that uh, we had a chance to interact with because we all want everyone to have that same excitement and joy that you have in eternity. I mean, uh, heaven's a lot better than hell. And uh, we want to make sure that everyone that uh, we've been blessed to have an opportunity to uh, work with, pour into, um, and coach. Uh, hopefully uh, that's how we'll deem uh, uh, were we successful in what we did. And obviously uh, uh, all we can do is plant the seeds and uh, God does all the watering and takes it from there. But uh, uh, with us, hopefully uh, we see a lot of our players and uh, everyone associated with our program in heaven. I think a lot of people you know, listening, if this is something that, that they have a part of their program, they would probably love to hear how does some somebody like yourself at the level that you're at incorporate all of these important things on a practical day-to-day basis i know you mentioned the chapel but what does this what does this look like i mean in the group settings in the one-on-one settings i know also being at a at an institution yours is a little bit different but being at Mm -hmm. a public institutions like how, how do you manage that responsibility versus also not trying to to push or, or outstep the boundaries that have been given to you? Yeah, great question. And uh, we're blessed to be at uh, Baylor University, largest Baptist school in the nation and denominations, uh, uh, Catholic, Protestant. I mean, uh, Lutheran, at the end of the day, uh, we're able to, as Christians, pray here. Our athletic director has, uh, we try to, uh, he calls it to preparing champions for life. And uh, it, it, it's spiritual as well as academic uh, character formation and athletic success. So uh, it's a, f- a four-prong attack and all of them are important and all of them are a great uh, blessing and opportunity to be a, a part of and pour in with our guys. Um, as far as state schools, I know things are, are different, but at the end of the day, you can hear what a coach says but what they do is so much more important and how you carry yourself like we have a no cussing policy at practice uh, it doesn't matter if you're at a state school a christian school we got a lot of kids that come to our games we don't want them to learn a bunch of four-letter words that they're not taught at home so different things we 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 do at, at Baylor, we're able to pray before practice. We're able to pray at the end of practice. We're able to uh, have Bible studies with our guys. We're able to have chapel services. Um, so we're able to do a lot of things. But I think uh, uh, from a coaching staff, we know it's a responsibility how we treat them. So often you hear people say they don't want to be a Christian because if he's a Christian, I don't want to have anything to do with that faith. And uh, we don't want to be turning people away from Christ. We want to bring them to Christ. And uh, that starts with love and just how we carry ourselves. So uh, we try to do a great job with uh, being positive role models. And uh, again, uh, all of us sin, uh, we're saved by grace, but uh, we can do our best to make sure that uh, it's a healthy environment. Last thing I'll ask you is kind of basketball related, but you know, related to, to everything that you've mentioned already. I'm not going to ask you to give your opinion on transfer and the NIL and everything else uh, that's going on. 
but in relationship to, you know, I feel it here at our program, I want kids to come. I want them to stay. I want to be able to make an impact over the course of four years. So I want them to view this as being the place that they want to be at. And I want to make sure that it's valuable enough to them so that they do stay, stay there in this day and age with this type of, of student athlete and in this environment, mm -hmm. what are some things that you all have been thinking about and does it tie into to the book and to your faith? Yeah, well, I think, I think, uh, First and, and foremost, uh, uh, our university, like we said, preparing champions for life, it's bigger than just uh, on the court. And I got into college, our staff got into college because we wanted to work with players. We didn't want to work with them for eight months. We wanted to work with them for four years. And there's going to be some that are able to reach their goals and dreams and uh, turn pro in eight months. There's some that are going to spend three years or five years before they're able to reach their goals and dreams. And then some will never reach their goals and dreams, but hopefully uh, they're a better husband, a better father. They have a college degree and they're, they're going to be successful uh, in life uh, based on the foundation they have established here. So uh, we don't have a high transfer rate. We don't have a lot of people leave. And I think that's a credit to our staff. And uh, we, we work hard to develop relationships. And uh, the more you trust people, the more you love people, um, the more you want to be around people. And we try to do that with our guys so that uh, they want to be here. The book is The Road to Joy, Leading with Faith, Playing with Purpose, and Leaving a Legacy. And you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Target. I'm sure you can find it many more places, but we'll leave them with that for now. Coach, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the talk. Appreciate you. Have fun at the beach. All right. <laughs>